0: This is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. So we're going to continue today on our series for inexpensive gifts for the holiday. Oh, it's so difficult for me to pronounce the word gift. It really is, because I have had an injury to my jaw when I was younger, and it gives me a lazy mouth for articulation and elocution. So do forgive me, forgive me when I have a little issue saying gift. Um, but yes, we're going to talk about another inexpensive gift you can give to children or people who like to play with fashion dolls. Now fashion doll is about 11 inches high. I think Barbie. But again, I want to make sure people understand that I am not sponsored by Mattel or any of the subsidiaries. Subsidiaries. (laughs) Okay, so that being said, today we're going to talk about how to make simple Barbie dresses. So take out your big book of stuff, turn to the holiday gift section if you have one, and preferably the craft section, and let's get started. about making simple dresses for fashion dolls I want you to know that there's more than just Barbie it's not just about brand name there are so many fashion dolls and they're not all 11 inches high some of them are really short if you were my age uh, we won't get into that when the dinosaurs roam the earth Um, (laughs) and the Grateful Dead were in the primordial ooze Uh, if you're my age then you probably remember Barbie had like a little cousin named Skipper and it was a much shorter doll because she was uh, much younger. But before then, Barbie had a predecessor and that doll was in Germany. And we're not going to get into the history of that because you can research that on your own. Excuse me, I'm drinking a little tea right now. Okay, so moving forward (laughs) um these dolls these fashion dolls one of the big draws for children is that they and adults is that they can be dressed and undressed you can accessorize you can have so much fun but the accessories sometimes cost a lot of money and let's be honest most of these dolls wind up stripped i i i'm sorry they just do all dolls wind up naked they all wind up naked in in the toy box but later they there's so much fun in playing with them so then they they dress them and they have a good time but again accessories can cost so much money and if you know how to make the dresses for them then sometimes it's a little easier now I'm only gonna talk about dresses I'm only gonna talk about um, skirts today because those are the easiest things for me to teach you how to make over a podcast and i'm not a professional doll designer you know i don't teach a uh, figure couture so that being said you'll have to be forgiving so the easiest thing to do is to maybe go into clothing that they won't necessarily find at the grocery store or at the store that has things for a dollar, which those th- those stores are disappearing. But if you give them something that's very simple, very easy for them to put on and take off, something very durable, then it can be the go-to dress that they have when they're playing with other children. And they don't have, and I'm going to emphasize children right now, because usually it's a gift you give the children. It doesn't mean that adults don't collect these dolls. I have a very dear friend. Um, we're not super close. Don't get me wrong. We're not besties, but we are good friends. Um, and she collects dolls. Uh, several of the people in my motorcycle club collect dolls. Ooh, I'm in a motorcycle club. Who would have guessed? (laughs) I'm retired, but, um, Yeah, so she collects dolls, and her the outfits and the dolls she collects are amazing, but there's no way that the average child could afford that. So if you make inexpensive clothing for the dolls to play in, or rather for the children to play in with the dolls in, then you're actually doing a service to both the child and the parent, because this way they're not breaking the bank on something, but the children are still delighted. So for you to start off, I'd recommend maybe finding some scrap material so you can practice and get your skill down. And I'm not going to get into uh, machine sewing today. I'm talking about strictly hand sewing. Of course, you can do it with a machine. You can do it with stitch witchery. It's up to you. You don't have to do it the way I'm saying to do it. But this is how I'm going to recommend you do it because it also teaches fine motor skills. Um, And during this time, a lot of us have been inside and... We are beginning to lose fine motor skills other than ty- for typing. So this might be something that will be a little fun. Yes, I did just take another sip of tea. I'm, I'm not at fighting trim as it were today, but I'm getting there. Um, so back to what we were saying. So... This is something that, you know, you can use to help, almost like a therapeutic exercise. If you don't have scrap material, maybe go to a resale and buy some old sheets. Uh, Buy a pillowcase and cut it into pieces, not a satin one, preferably cotton. But one of the most inexpensive ways to get some practice in is to, if there's a fabric store near you, is to go to a fabric store and basically grab one of the little pre-cut quilting uh, folds, little packets, it's like a square, it's usually a yard, like a square yard, and you can get those for under $2. And this will be a really good way for you to be able to have the flexibility as well as the affordability in practicing on material and be able to find something cute. So here we go, the super secret method of making the little doll pattern, uh, the little clothing pattern. What you're gonna do is you're gonna lay your doll on the table and you're going to measure the clothing around them. What you wanna do is measure how long the doll is and then multiply it by two. But what's important is, is when you're doing this, understand that you may have a little extra material, but that's okay. So if the doll is say 11 inches long, you're gonna have 22 inches of material. Is it gonna be a little long? Probably, but you'll be able to adjust for that later. Then you want to measure and see how wide it is. Depending on the kind of doll you have in front of you, it could be anywhere from two inches wide to three inches wide. I've I've seen this because again, you may not use the regular fashion doll. And then you want to make sure that the piece of material, material that you're cutting has enough of a seam allowance so that it will not wind up being too tight. We're not going to get into darting, we can do that another day. But this is a simple basic dress. Once you've got this measured, cut accordingly. You can draw with pencil or chalk, or even tailor's chalk, and then cut it accordingly so that you have a nice long strip with the right length and the right width. Now you're going to fold it in half. And then you're going, as far as horizontally, and you're going to fold it in half lengthwise. Once you've got that nice corner, that innermost corner, you are going to cut a small semicircle. You're just going to cut like a quarter of a pie wedge out of the very center. And you only want to cut a little bit, just a very small amount. Now understand that when you do this, you're making the neckline of the dress. So it's important not to overcut or else it's going to fall off of the doll's shoulders. If it's a standard fashion doll, you can kind of get some help with this by using either a penny or a nickel for your initial cut and see if it will fit over the doll's neck. If it will, congratulations, you're halfway there. Once you've done this part, What you're gonna do is pull it over the doll's head and let it hang. So you can see and know how to adjust this. Once you've got it adjusted to where you're gonna want it to be, and again, this is a simple pullover dress. We're not doing sleeves, we're not doing anything fancy, and you can kinda do the same thing with a skirt except it's just a circle. You're just cutting a circle of material and cutting a little corner off. Once you've got this on, now you can make adjustments. The easiest way to make an adjustment is to pull it together to where you're gonna want it. Uh, Preferably at this point you might have straight pins or at least a little pencil so you can mark and show where it will come together. Now you can add a zipper or you can add a little cut in the very back of the neckline where her back would be or his back would be. And then that way, you know, because I don't know what kind of garment you're making. You could be making a surgical schmuck. I don't know. But you want to cut that back of the neckline and you could either add a string or a snap pin there. It's up to you. And then once you pull it where you want the the waistline to be, you're going to make little marks so that when you take it back off, you're going to mark on both pieces of material. You can stitch it to how you want it. Now understand that You want to make sure that that waistline is no more narrow than the doll's shoulders or else it will not fit through. Or the doll's hip or it will not fit through. And then once you've done all this, you're going to do it again because you measure twice, cut once. You're going to hear that a lot if you start sewing or get, get being around seamstresses or tailors. You measure twice, you cut once. Now if you're a costumer, like I, was, um, I worked as a costumer for a while in a costume shop. I was not a master costumer and I don't want to say I went to school for it because that would be misrepresenting myself. And I do my very best to try to live an honest life so I'm not going to misrepresent myself to you. But I was a costumer, just a a functional one. And one of the things we did, we didn't have to worry as much about the measure twice cut once because it wasn't as critical. Because in costuming, you don't see the inside, you only see the outside. Which is why if you rent a, a theatrical grade costume, it's not uncommon, especially in rentals, for buttons to not be sewn on, they're actually pinned on so <laughs> so they can be moved easily depending on who wears the costume but yeah it's um it's one of those it's one of those things where you know it's kind of an insider thing or an insider knowledge but that being said you measure twice for this garment and you cut once once you've done that leaving a little bit of seam allowance you're going to stitch it close now your first couple of times the dress may, may, may look a little wonky it may look a little crooked um it could be slanted it could be short on one side as you make these over and over again they will get better it, it will always get better maybe give yourself a little break um using ribbon or trimming for for strings to pull dresses or skirts taut or tightly in order for it to fit better is something you can use to help make adjustments and to hide mistakes now on the bottom hem you can either leave it ragged or you can also hem it yourself and it's just that simple easy peasy Once you get the hang of this, and talking about it is so much more awkward than doing it, once you get the hang of this, you'll be able to make dresses and little skirts and work your way up to pants because pants are easier honestly because once you get a simple pant pattern down, it's so easy to make them for dolls. But once you get this down, you can make holiday dresses for the dolls, you can make fun sporting dresses. You can make anything. You can play with the the skirt line by making an A-line once you get to where you can know how to do it. It's almost like when you used to make paper dolls to cut uh, if you're making a simple A-line dress in this kind of material pattern. Because you would just cut the front and back along the fold. But understand that, that I am aware that not everybody is making paper dolls anymore. I really dated myself. And I mean the kind on the paper doll chain. I am really, really feeling a little older now. <laughs> My poor child. She was given animal folktales for children by uh, by Peggy Seeger uh, as her children's lullaby so that that poor kid that poor child a little stuck behind the times but I think you'll enjoy it and I think that this will be a gift that you can give children or people in your life who have dolls and do actually play with them and want fun things for them to wear just to have a change about. And making the hats is easy, making the scarves go with it. You can have whole wardrobes that you just sit around merrily stitching up uh, to give the child in your life. And it's not expensive. Think about it. Old clothes that you can't really donate because they're not in good enough condition, but the fabric is pretty good in most spaces. You can make the dresses out of that. And you can even take old sweaters you know, that have basically worn down and aren't good for donating and those can be cut you know because some people make mittens out of those they can recycle the sweaters you can make little sweater dresses or little sweaters for your dolls well vests anyway with this method I really enjoy sharing these kinds of things with my friends and we're friends right so if you made some uh, dresses with your dolls from this pattern please let me know I'd love to hear about it in the Shire on Facebook and as always, I look forward to seeing you again here on my magical cottage core life.